and welcome to episode 391 of the Veg Grow Podcast. My name's Richard and I am trying to grow as much of our food for my allotment and garden. Now it's the 5th of April 2021, Easter Monday, and I hope you have all had a fantastic Easter. Coming up today, I'm going to be sharing how I go about growing cucumbers. That's coming up in just a moment, but first, let's find out what I've been up to over this last week. It is Friday the 2nd of April 2021 today. Now, first day of this long weekend, which I've really, really been looking forward to. Now, first of all, during the week, I've not really done a huge amount, to be honest. We've potted on or pricked out a few more seedlings, but I've not sown any seeds. Knowing this four-day weekend was looming, I think I've, I've held off doing a lot of jobs, saving it for the four-day weekend. We've been getting quail eggs. They've started laying eggs, so that's great. Another food source coming in from that, and it also means that we're going to have to start breeding them pretty soon as well. And Thursday, we were able to let our chickens out of the pen after the bird flu epidemic has been released. So a few things have been going on. Now today, not done much gardening actually. Went out with the wife for the morning, out exploring a few places, out walking. One of those things I like to do every now and then is just make sure I spend a day with the wife and that she gets a bit of time. But when we got home in the afternoon, I have brought a four-tier grow house and a cloche. Now, I've got to admit, these are the plastic ones. They're quite cheap, made out of basically tent poles that slot together. I'm not a big fan of these in usual circumstances, but I found myself buying these purely because... I felt I needed the extra growing space. So I've got those and I've built those and I've got them set up. Now, my idea here is that I was thinking that perhaps over these four four day weekend, I could build a little greenhouse. I say greenhouse, that makes it sound grander. More like a, a shelf system that's got windows on it on the front of my shed. That might happen over the winter, to be honest. The shed is working great for me but I do need a bit more growing space. That'll be there to follow. So that is it for today. It is Saturday the 3rd of April 2021 and I've had a day down on the allotments. Now the first thing I did when I got down here was to get the lawnmower out and run around the grass areas to cut as much grass as I possibly could to mulch my potatoes. Now I planted my potatoes about two weeks ago and they're not showing any signs of life just yet and I didn't expect them to. But I just want to get a nice thick layer of grass clippings all over this ready so that when they do grow, it's already there for them to grow into. Now that took quite a while because I had to cut a lot of grass. I needed a lot of grass to mulch all three of my beds. And that involved a lot of <laughs> a large area towards where we tend to park our cars that I had to cut. But it was worth it because it's mulched the beds and I do think actually it looks a lot better than if it was bare soil with all the weeds growing through it. So that's a job that is now completed. Then after that I got my chainsaw out. I brought my chainsaw down with me today and I've cut down 
the elder tree. Now, I haven't cut it completely down. I wanted to dig this out over the winter, but it was another thing that didn't get done. Instead, I've cut it down to about a third of its original size. Main reason being, this elder tree had grown quite tall, and we have height restrictions on a lot of our trees here. Two and a half metres, I think, is the maximum we're allowed to go to. So it was getting up to near two and a half metres anyway. So I've cut it down to about a metre high. And that'll do. I'm not in any doubt that it will reshoot. It will continue growing, uh, all that it's just the way this elder tree grows. I'm not overly fussed. I mean, I love elderflower cordial, love elderberries, but I've got an elder tree in my garden at home and this just really isn't necessary. And it's a very, very messy tree. After that, I then weeded out my shallop bed. Now, I've got to admit, my shallop bed has got rather rampant with weeds and it took quite a bit of work to remove some of the weeds and it's still not perfect. This is about the only bed in use that I haven't mulched with grass at the moment. I will do because the grass is working but as I'm weeding out I'm accidentally pulled out a couple of the shallot plants. I've quickly popped them in. I've given them a really good drink on the hope that they will last. It's something I'm going to have to repeatedly keep on top of is just keeping in here and getting the weeds going and the same goes for all the beds. Weeds are starting to grow like mad and it's something that I've got to keep on top of now. And it might mean that I come down here every night after work and just spend a few minutes doing a bit of weeding. After that, I pulled out the remaining of my cabbage plants from the brassica bed. That's going to be the sweet corn bed this year. Now, these cabbages I harvested last year, but I leave the plants in. They still sort of grow. They won't produce any cabbage, but the reason that I do that is when I pull the plants out, I can then feed those to the chickens or the quail to add a few more greens. And all the time the bed's not in use growing food for me. It just seems a shame to waste that opportunity to, to not have anything for any other birds. That's now cleared and I've given it a good hoe. That bed is now completely empty. It won't be in use until six weeks time. So I'm going to throw down some facilia seeds when I'm next down here in order to get that ready. Well, that is what I've been up to today on this glorious Saturday. It's warmed up now and I'm rather enjoying being down here. But I'm getting hungry now, so I'm going to head on home. But I think Monday I'll be popping back down here just to get on top of a few more weeds. It is Sunday the 4th of April 2021 today and today has been a, a day at home. Now one of the tasks that I really wanted to do today was to move the chicken run. Chicken run has been sat on our grass area for well since last year actually and I wanted the chicken run to go where my old potting shed was. And, well, that's happened now, but it took quite a while to get the chicken run off the grass. Basically, over the winter, with clay soil, the, the chicken run had sunk into the soil. The grass had grown over. I basically had to dig it out in order to move it. So it took a while, but once moved, and it's now on place over where the potting shed used to be. Now, the soil here is very hard got absolutely no nutrients or anything to it so all I'm hoping by placing the chickens here when they're in the pen they're going to scratch around the surface they're going to loosen it up they're going to poop their mess everywhere I'm going to add nutrients to the soil 
it's just going to help me move things along. Then after that I concentrated on my pot plants. Now I've got trees and I've got bushes and all growing in pots that all needed a bit of attention. I, I've hit upon this recently but a lot of them have been now moved. So I've got two apple trees in a pot that we actually use for decoration on our wedding days. And they're doing fine. They're, they're sort of a columnar, a single stem that just grow up. Well, I've put those at the entrance to the vegetable patch area on either side. Gave them a good feed with a bit of wood ash and some chicken manure pellets. Gave them a good watering. And then I've just added a bit more compost to the top as well, just to help them out and get some nutrients into the soil. Now, much of this has happened to a lot of my other pot plants as well. Added a bit of uh, grow more or bloodfish and bone or fresh compost just to boost them along and see them through as a way of adding nutrients to the soil and getting them to grow a little bit better. Then after that back into my new shed and I think I said the other day the shed is just becoming full of plants and young seedlings which is great. It's great, they're moving along nicely, but we are expecting a cold snap this week. So I've not moved them along so much, but it did need a good clean out in there. So I swept all the floor. I've refilled my buckets with multi-purpose compost and seed sowing compost into which I've added perlite, which makes it all ready to go. And basically just got that tidied up and ready to function just yet again. Then after that, I went and mowed all the grass areas, got the streamer out, streamed the edges and basically got everything ready for composting. It's, um, it's been, a, it been a very productive day again. I love these productive days. I've noticed actually the soil is looking very, very dry. We haven't had rain for quite a while and especially pots and, and the beds, the soil is very, very dry at the moment. So in just a moment, I'm going to give everything a really good water. Now it's Monday tomorrow, an extra day off work, so I'm going to head down the allotment hopefully in the morning. It is Monday the 5th of April 2021 today. I'm just in the potting shed at home. Now this morning I did go down to the allotment as I had hoped to do. But to be honest, I didn't spend long down there because, well, basically it turned incredibly cold. I spoke to a friend this morning up north and they turned around and said it was incredibly cold where they were. They got a, a, an arctic blast and it was making its way down south and that was certainly true. It got very, 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 very cold. Anyway, I was down the allotment. I basically ran around with a strimmer and strimmed all the edges, which tidies things up so much. It's amazing just what that one little job can do. Just had my chicken walk into my shed. It's the first time I've actually been in here since we've built it. Uh, anyway, after that, I weeded my asparagus bed. Now, this is a bed that does get very weedy. I rushed when I put the asparagus in. I should have spent a long time making sure we had no weeds before even planting the asparagus. Because asparagus hates weeds. Now, that's my own fault. And... It's something that I've just got to keep on top of and try and constantly clear out a lot of the weeds. Now, because it got cold, I came home and I've just spent a, a bit of time in this shed. Nice and warm in here because I've got heaters and stuff. 
Uh, and I've pricked out some basil and some celery and things like that that are just going a long way into growing more and more food. I've just placed these into my little trainer tabs that I've got here that I'm using now. I'm going to keep them in this shed for this week at least. We're expecting more cold weather overnight over the next couple of days. But I think after that we're then going to head into some warmer weather. Well, that is the diary section for this week. This four-day weekend has been fantastic. I've got to say, I think we need more four-day weekends in our lives. Anyway, I'll be back in a moment after I've run an advert, and we're going to be talking about how to grow cucumbers. Come on, Bear. Come on. <laughs> A few months ago, I launched the VegGrow Podcast Supporters Club. Each month, I send out a gift pack of a collection of seeds to sow each month along with a newsletter. I also produce behind-the-scenes podcasts or videos providing club members with extra content. And we are constantly adding extra features to improve the club. It costs just £5 a month and current members tell me that they have found that the seeds alone are value for money. This also helps me keep the podcast and the website running and more importantly, it helps me encourage and inspire more people to grow their own food. Now, if that sounds like something you are interested in joining, then head over to the vegcrowdpodcast.co.uk to find out more. But if you want to support the podcast without becoming a member, we also have merchandise available on the website, including mugs and t-shirts. Or leave a review on your podcast service or share this podcast with others. It all goes a long way to help supporting the VegGround podcast. Something that I will be sowing this week is cucumbers. Those crunchy slices of that cool tasting fruit which can be used in so many recipes in the kitchen. It's not a surprise that they are very popular to grow. Now there are a huge amount of different varieties to choose from and when it comes to deciding I think it's advisable to first work out where you will be growing the plants. There are varieties suitable for the greenhouse and for outdoor varieties. Outdoor varieties or ridge varieties as they are also known tend to be able to withstand cooler climates a bit better but they also tend to have a few spikes on the cucumbers themselves. Now this isn't a problem it's easily dealt with because when the cucumbers are ripe these spikes easily rub off. The greenhouse cucumbers they need a bit more warmth but they tend to have smoother thinner skins. Now added to the choice of varieties we can also have our standard sized cucumbers or the smaller gherkins. Now personally I like to try and grow both of these particularly as we do tend to make our own pickled gherkins. Now good varieties to choose from are Marketmore. Now these can be grown in a greenhouse or outside. Mini Munch which is a very good greenhouse variety and grows small cucumbers ideal for lunch boxes. And a variety that I'm trying this year is called Space Saver. Now these can be grown in pots and they use a very little space but there are so many other varieties out there to choose from. 
Sowing seeds is pretty easy. I tend to sow my seeds during April using my usual seed pots, which I fill up with compost and then I slide a seed into the soil on its slide about a centimetre deep and cover that over with more compost. This then gets placed in my heated propagator as these seeds need a temperature to stay above 16 degrees C for successful germination and growth. Germination usually takes about a week. Now what I know many other gardeners do is use standard 5 centimeter pots and place 2 seeds per pot. Later on the weakest seedling will be removed and composted. My method however does require me to need to prick out and pot on the young plants and as the plants can grow pretty quick I've got to keep on it. Another option is to actually sow the seed where they are to grow but if we are growing these outdoors then we would need to wait till about May, early June before we can even contemplate sowing these seeds. Now when the plants are young I can't stress this enough, water the plants from the bottom of the pot. What I mean by that is place the pots in a saucer and pour water into that saucer. Cucumbers are very susceptible to stem rot and if water lands on that stem it could cause the stem to rot and therefore you will not get a plant. I've suffered with it myself and that's why I can't stress it enough water from the bottom. Now as always I tend to prick out my seedlings once the true leaves are growing. They then go into individual root trainers but as they grow quick I keep a close eye on the roots. Once I see roots at the bottom of the root trainers or the pots they need potting on into something a bit bigger. Then when it comes to planting out the cucumbers it's best to prepare the soil beforehand. Cucumbers like a rich soil so add plenty of compost or well rotted manure ahead of planting. We could also plant cucumbers in pots or grow bags full of compost if space is an issue. Give the plants about 60 centimetres of space to get the best from them. In a grow bag you'll get about two per grow bag. Now plant out our plants when we get at least two to three true leaves. If going in a greenhouse this is pretty easy but if we're going outside then we've got to wait till the risk of frost has passed and for me that's about mid-May and that's usually a safe bet for me. Now of course we need to get the plants used to going outside first and I spoke about this in last week's podcast so I won't go too much into that today but if you want to go back an episode if you missed it then please do. Now once planted the cucumber will need a support to grow up such as a cane or some netting. Cucumbers will cling to the support on their own. They put little feelers out to wrap around the, the support and pull itself out. But I sometimes find that when they are young they just need a little bit of encouragement. Now this is easy. I just simply tie a bit of twine around the support and help that to pull the plant onto the support. Now cucumbers do need lots of warmth so somewhere warm and sunny is required especially when growing outside. As the plants grow make sure the soil never dries out they like lots of moisture around the roots. If growing in a greenhouse you may also need to increase the humidity. Now this is easily done just by misting the plants with water or pouring water onto the floor of a greenhouse. 
in reality, they need very different conditions to tomatoes. And it is recommended to actually grow these plants in different greenhouses. But in reality, who can do this in the home environment? Now, it might be possible that you can section off an area of the greenhouse to achieve this. Get a bit of clear plastic and pull that up as like a curtain. And that creates two different areas. One for tomatoes, one for cucumbers. However... In reality, I have found that misting the plants regularly is enough to hold this. Now, outside the plants, it's much harder to control the humidity, of course. But certainly just make sure the soil stays moist at all times. Outdoor crops are a little less fussy about humidity, from my experience. So I certainly think outdoor cucumbers are a lot easier to grow in more ways than one. Now, when cucumbers start to flower, it's time to start feeding. And I try and feed every couple of weeks with a good tomato feed to encourage fruit. Or if you have a wormery, then worm juice is just as good. Now, some cucumber varieties can bear male and female flowers. Female flowers tend to have what looks like a small cucumber just behind the flower. It it does really look like a small cucumbers. The male ones, however, they will not have this. And if you're growing cucumbers in a greenhouse, you need to remove the male flowers. Otherwise, this could lead to bitter tasting fruits. Now, that being said, many varieties out there now are female only, and this then prevents that from being a problem. Now, pretty soon, cucumbers will be forming, and it's time to harvest once the cucumbers reach full size and are fully green. The size will depend on the variety you've chosen, so check the seed packets just to be sure what you're looking at. Pick cucumbers regularly. The more you pick, the more they will produce. That makes sense. They will produce more flowers in order to try and reproduce. Now, I like to cut the cucumber stem with a sharp knife in order to pick them. This just avoids damaging the plants. A pair of secateurs will do the job just as good. Then all we have to do is enjoy these cucumbers. And one thing that I absolutely love to eat is cucumber sandwiches. I know that sounds incredibly old-fashioned, but it's just something about that cool, refreshing sandwich that I just love. But there are plenty of other recipes out there that use cucumbers. And if you have a particular favourite recipe that you want to share, then please let me know. Now, you can email me, richard at uk. Visit the website, theveggrowerpodcast.co.uk, and you can leave a comment or even a voicemail with our voicemail service. Or alternatively, you can find me on most social media platforms. Well, that's it for this week. We will be back next time with more from my vegetable garden and a lot. So until then, please take care.